0: Welcome to the Diamond in the Rough podcast. Perfection is something that is achieved and not ascribed. Just like the diamond in the rough, everyone is born with potential to be a leader inside of them, but that potential needs to be set free. Sometimes all it takes is a little bit of pressure to allow the diamonds within us to shine. This inspiring podcast will remind you that even the most brilliant diamonds are formed under pressure. Each episode features educational and inspirational conversations with leaders from the energy industry who will share their stories and the pressures that shape them into the diamond that they are today. The goal is to provide both educational and inspirational podcast. So hold on into this beautiful ride with me. My name is Stacey. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the new episode. It is my pleasure to introduce our guest speaker for today, Dr. Adian Nenkoda, Petroleum Engineering Lead from Saudi Aramco. Welcome and thank you for joining me today.
1: Uh, thank you so much, Stacy. Uh, it's an honor to be here. I think uh, the program is very good. I, I really appreciate, and then a, of course, uh, you know, to share some story and maybe some perspective or view about energy life knowledge sharing maybe a futures right so so it is it is it is it is it is very good again thank you so much for these invitations my opinion in this podcast will be based on myself my own you know perspective or 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 let's say comment based on my position as professionals as a scientist as an educator or as a food tourist and then not reflecting my current employer. So thank you so much for the invitation, Stacy. It's very glad to be here.
0: And I'm grateful to have you with me today. I guess let's get right into it. Dr. Ardian, could you please give us an overview of your career trajectory from when you first started um, in the oil and gas industry in your home country of Indonesia? to moving abroad and now leading the PE group in one of the world's largest oil companies.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you, Stacy. So let me start, you know, uh, uh, the, uh, let's say, my explanation for this program, for the Diamond in the Rough. So basically, in a nutshell, I am a lifelong learner. So, so nothing special about me. I'm still learning, right? I'm still learning. So my name is Ardian Nenkoda. so far, uh, I was a recipient of a multiple international uh, award. Uh, 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 In back to 2015, uh, uh, I I received uh, Society of Petroleum Engineers, SVE, Middle East and North Africa projects, uh, facilities and constructions award in Abu Dhabi, in UAE. And then one year before, uh, I was a recipient of a 2014 Gas Processors Associations GPA award for my best uh, paper in Middle East and also in San Antonio in Texas, USA. Uh, at that time, you know, I believe it or not, I, I wrote my technical paper. When my daughter's was in the hospital, so so it it is always you know re- remember it is good memory and it also uh, you know it is quite very interesting memory because you know I I I I I I'm able to a, change you know the situation where I was under pressure, very sad because my daughters are under hospitalizations, and then in the same time I I I received the award, and then. Uh, three years before uh, 2014 I was a recipient of spe Middle East projects and facilities challenges award in Doha of Qatar so so yeah that's a that's, that's little bit about me how I can contribute it you know within the uh, knowledge sharing dissemination and so on uh, in, in in 2016 uh, my name, I know how, but it was arise as a candidate of uh, Indonesia Minister of Energy, Minerals and Resource. A surprising moment, of course, Stacy. I don't know, but it it boost my morale, my confidence level, and exposure back home. Uh, I was I was you know gone for for many years, and then uh, receiving a call. Uh, to become a candidate of minister is, is quite is quite very very unique moment. And then, uh, currently, uh, you know, uh, that moment is really helped me a lot to understand myself better, uh, you know, answering why I exist in this world and also help me to appreciate others more. You know, we, we never imagine, right? So, so, dude, somebody is watching you, you know, appreciate what you are doing, even though you are far away from home. But, but uh, in the, most of the cases, you know, uh, whatever we are doing, sometimes no one appreciates, no one claps for you, or no one claps for your achievement. You know, it's, it's like an amazing moment. So, uh, I was born 47 years ago in Java, in Indonesia in one of the villages uh, over there. My father and my mother are from Sumatra. We, we, we speak Malay a lot. In, in particular, my name I think is not really reflecting, you know, through Indonesian maybe. So my family name, Nengkoda, originally came from uh, family heritage, from a small village, uh, you know, in the remote jungle of Sumatra. So, so my dream to become you know, an engineer working in oil and gas energy actually was started back then in junior high school. I really want to contribute to providing energy for people. So as simple as like that. And then uh, uh, back then, I, I, I'm a, I, I'm, I finished my PhD degree in chemical engineering. So my specialization is in uh, gas, natural gas, uh, gas hydrate, uh, CO2 injection, something like that. So far, I've been lucky. Again, I need to repeat this. I've been lucky to work more than 25 years' experiences in our industry. I'm currently working as Petroleum Engineering Group Lead uh, within Saudi Aramco and then uh, holding as a subject matter expert in oil and gas facilities. And then I started my oil and gas career back to 1997 uh, around 25 years ago so so at the beginning I developed I collected uh, you know a lot of experiences back home in Indonesia Uh, I work for core I work as a field engineer then I moved to Borneo Islands Kalimantan uh, uh, working for Unocal or Chevron recently uh, and then I've been 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 abroad uh, since then uh, as an expatriate, uh, working for Shell, PDO Oman, Petroleum Development Oman, Slumberjay, and then started in uh, 2012. I worked for Saudi Aramco. So again, I just just feeling lucky, you know, to work within this industry, not because I'm uh, smarter than others, just just because you know uh, I I'm just luck. Like, so uh, in other side, maybe the things that I would like to share to you Stacy, and also our audience that I like volunteering. So I'm very active in our SPE. Uh, uh, to me simply that I think you know I have a moral, a, a, a demand where I need to give back to our society. So I was active in our SPE uh, uh, last time I had some experiencing serving more than five prestigious committees within our SPE International, uh, within you know, the headquarter in Texas, USA. So I successfully leading 0.1% of our members. Uh, I completed some previous assignment as a SPE, a journal Patron Technology, editor member where i am leading the uh, offshore offshore oil and gas facilities and then uh, uh, one year ago i also uh, uh, as a member of uh, spe journal peer reviewer and then and then currently i i serve as a spe international distinguished lecture committee uh, and also uh, uh, leading some uh, SP award judging committee. so uh, still learning. I wrote more than one hundred technical scientific papers, giving more than five hundred technical presentations and also very lucky to have an opportunity to teach right to, to taught uh, you know university college student uh, more than five hundred you know hours since two years ago. Uh, I work uh, voluntarily in my weekend <laughs> as a visiting lecturer for bachelor and master uh, chemical engineering at the University of Indonesia. My current research or interests are in the area of production technology, chemistry, environment, flow assurance, carbon management, and and maybe offshore engineering. But I can assure you that I'm still learning. All right, so nothing special about me. I've always learned. Uh, I'm juggling every day every week my busy time my busy work family time social time and helping others well of course it's not easy <laughs> it's not easy but but I, I like it I, I try to, to use of it I have a passion in sharing knowledge and then sharing about the truth right I think sharing about the truth is very important so as, as an em, I'm an engineer, a scientist, and environmental enthusiast. So that's uh, that that's that my position, You know, I I I I I am here to ensure that I have very good information, fair information for everyone. And then, uh, like you, we really care about environment. And then, by the way, Stacey, today is the World Environmental Day. So so five June is the World Environmental Day so we celebrate right we we remind each other of course to myself about our functions our responsibility to participate and also take an action i think this is very important to take an action toward you know green initiative waste minimizations emission reduction and so on so so that's 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 overall about me uh, stacy so back to you
0: beautifully said and happy world environmental day to you too dr ardian you mentioned that your name had been raised as a possible candidate for indonesia's ministry of energy minerals and resources how did that make you feel and will you ever consider joining the ministerial cabinet if the opportunity arises again
1: oh yeah (laughs) Thank you so much, uh, Stacy, for, for asking that question. So basically, you know, uh, 2016 experiences, it was a good... Wow, wow I, I never think about it, I never believed on it, but it, it is true story, right? So, so it was a good experiences as a personal note. Never imagine that somebody, right, from the government back home seeing me, you know, right now uh, or, or in the past, I've been away for almost 15 years, you know, uh, back then, and then my course uh, basically. I'm more to, you know, I'm a professional by background, right? Rather than politicians, uh, I, I I never imagined to become a minister, you know, in energy, minerals, and resource of Indonesia. Uh, of course, is is learning uh, process. Uh, selecting minister, as we know, is the is the. It's the prerogative right of the Mr. President, right? So, so, so nothing to do with me. But you know what I realized, Stacey, which is which is quite very important to be shared is is you know the most probably the reason why Indonesia government considered me at that time is due to my volunteer or my contributions, my writing maybe, my speech or or or, or my maybe you know social activity. So, so I do believe that was the the, the 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 consideration for the Mr. president you know uh, candidacy to me or attentions to me but of course if someday somehow if the Indonesian government call me again I need to be ready right so as a, as a good citizen you know helping here and there especially you know uh, uh, leading and contributing uh, uh, in real uh, you know a uh, process for the benefit of people is 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 a good call so so i, I must i must be, be ready anytime so so thank you so much uh, stacy to asking that
0: absolutely now on to the more technical question dr ardian The decarbonization of the energy sector has been the subject of research for several years. In your opinion, what are the main challenges in accelerating decarbonization?
1: Uh, very good uh, question and and deeply technical, Stacy. Well, let me explain to you in very fair story, all right? Of course, you know. Of course, you know. Everyone seeing me right now as a, all right, Ardian, you are coming from oil and gas industry, but to be honest, I I'm also honored and respect the uh, renewable energy. We are really concerned. We 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 as a society within the industry. Has pledged, you know, our our commitment in, in in improving our environmental quality impact and also decarbonizations, right? In 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 the essence where. The net zero emission, net zero carbon. That's 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 our future. We 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 are there. We will go there together. So so let me explain in fair story based on some facts, research, or latest data pertaining this subject. You know how the the, the carbonization of energy sectors have been, you know, uh, of our, our, our of our concern. So first of all, we, we need to talk about, you know, oil and gas versus energy. So if you take a look, very simple, right? So one barrel of oil, one barrel of the crude oil, uh, uh, it's content around 60%, uh, you know, of, of this product. Uh, uh for the energy source for the uh, electricity for our uh, car fuel right for our gas and so on so 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 in in principle the rest of that's a 40 percent actually as a chemical or petrochemical product which is you know we are using in everyday basis so so in principle there is a component of the n chemical product if we refine, you know, that's one barrel of oil that, well, we need to, to speak through, right? Cannot be provided with renewable energy as per current conditions, as a per current technology or, or, or cost. So petroleum or crude oil, coal can be categorized as a fossil fuel and non-renewable sources of energy. That's what a public, you know, uh, uh, understood. Which is, which is, I, I'm okay with that. We agree. So in principle, there is a component of the a uh, 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 chemical product. We, 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 we know about this, and then therefore to make it equivalent as an energy sources, then oil and gas or coal need to go for burning process, right? So becoming electricity, so can be categorized as a chemical energy. So the chemical energy itself basically is is a bonds of atoms and molecules, such as battery, biomass, petroleum, natural gas, and coal is one of the example of the chemical energy. So so we need to also step back a little bit the, the the form of the energy. It can be electrical energy, chemical energy, mechanical energy, thermal or nuclear energy. So currently around the world in our planet. We need to respect the fact that fossil fuel, oil, gas, coal, and so on, fossil fuel are the largest sources of energy for electricity generation. So that's the fact, Stacy. So so how 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 we can improve or how we can you know suddenly change to become renewables? Or or, or how can we decarbonize this you know, uh, situation? Of course, we need to have a process. So in our context, again, to focus on environmental impact, reduction, or stop emissions, that we are there, we commit to go there. Using more carbon utilization, closed loops, such as circular carbon economy, that's one of the concepts, right? But to replace, to stop is, 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 in, in current situation is very difficult. You know, we are there. We, we have an effort to reduce, you know, and uh, avoid climate change issue. You know, we, we, we heard about we try to avoid as best as we can within within our effort to, to, to you know, to avoid uh, the, 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 the earth rising up to 1.5 or 2 degrees C, right? So, so we are there. But the fact where why oil and gas, number one, oil and gas is a country income, economic driven strategic resource for energy source oil and gas still one of the most important raw materials that we have every day we are using hundreds of things that are made from oil and gas and then in the same time uh, we need to respect the fact where oil and gas are also important for the number of the jobs that they can provide so 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 we we we, we are there we, we have the same we have the same common languages about the decarbonization. Again, uh, uh, carbon is a good thing. Carbon cycle on Earth, uh, you know, uh, move uh, through our Earth in various systems. The level of carbon are at all-time high. You know, of course, it's not because of oil and gas, because of the human activity. CO2 in the atmosphere, you know, if you take a look, you know, the, the scientific background is preventing us from the sun heat, very much like, you know, the glass walls, you know, within the greenhouse. And then, of course, when we talk about the carbon, you know, cycle you know, on Earth, it's not always the bad things, right? So some of the CO2 in the atmosphere is a good, you know, for keeping us you know the earth warm, and then and then and, and, and making sure that the temperature are stable. So so the bottom line, Stacy, is we in oil and gas industry is really concerned about the environment. We have a lot of uh, you know commitment for the decarbonisations. We are one of the best. Among our peers, you know, compared with others, you know, industry, uh, cement industry, and then of course steel and, and other industry, we did we did. You know, well, let us let, just open the fact again. Just recently, with this current high oil price, some extent high demand, right, due to the geopolitics and so on. In fact, almost more than ninety nine percent, oil and gas company, energy company, is really enjoying the profit. The question will be, it can derail the the, the decarbonization or not. So so I believe it's done. It will, I see, done. It will prolong, of course, yes, oil and gas existence. And in the same time, the commitment to energy transitions, to the renewables, to uh, decarbonization will be more aligned. So so, so what we already learned from this pandemic, right? What we already learned from this recent geopolitics, uh, and, and of course, you know, with the, infla- with the uh, economic inflation, higher oil, higher higher gas, and so on and so on. So number one, what, what I see very clear is the energy security, oil, gas, coal, renewable, nuclear, and so on, remain a cornerstone of the global economic recovery. And oil and gas will become the center of economic recovery. The third, more importantly, we see that the pandemic pushed oil and gas industry to be more prepared for energy transition. ESG investment matrix become more trending right now. New skill sets like ICT, digitalization, IR 4.0, right? Data science, AI, machine learning will, will become more and more trending. It will improve our better, you know, in, in terms of the business process uh, decisions and also the sustainability again why decarbonizations we are we are really there we we would like to participate in, in, in limiting the global warming to 1.5 C degree right a Paris agreement United Nations commitment among us and so on and of course we need to satisfy the reputation the stakeholder the global demand our people we, we, we have uh, we, we see increasing societal and also government pressure on ESG but we need to be realistic right so, 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 so the other decarbonization motivation basically is to, you know, it's very important to diversify our portfolio, reducing capital expenditure and also operating expenditure. So, so, so CO2 is one of the examples of the decarbonization. We try to reduce it. Uh, we try to manage our emissions. For example, you know, CO2 uh, EOR uh, have been used in our oil and gas industry more than 75 years ago. So, so it's so, you know, you know, in, in the same time, we also had uh, a lot of initiatives, uh, green initiatives, uh, such as uh, uh, flaring reductions, methane reductions, monitoring, waste minimization, etc. Right? So, we have a lot of initiatives toward decarbonization, and then, of course, it's not a free, there will be a technology requirement, <laughs> there will be a cost associated. And then all of us is committed, you know, of course all countries need to commit to this, you know, one planet which is earth. So so that's my, my best answer. Thank you so much, Stacy.
0: Recent discoveries have higher CO2 contents. How can government assist national oil companies in maintaining compliance and decarbonization standards? And what changes should companies make or adapt to ensure profitability?
1: Yeah, uh, thank you so much, uh, Stacy. I think this is very valid uh, question about uh, we are facing more and more difficult reservoir. We are facing more and more you know, economic, we are facing more and more, you know, facing more and more challenge on attracting the, the, the investor investment within our oil and gas industry. So we are facing more and more, for example, higher, uh, sour, S2S increase or, or higher CO2 impurities and so on. So, so let us go again back to basic. If you take a look, for example, uh, net zero uh, program or ambition, from some of the a, a consulting you know organization around the world uh, uh, you know uh, to, towards 2050 or 2060 there is some roadmap, right to, to work this global energy sector one is you know uh, based on the data or 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 or, or, or uh, advice we need to stop the drilling and production of oil and gas so, so it's, it's not really a realistic you know, target, it's not really achievable. Of course, we know the answer, right? Currently, if, again, if we take a look the the, the, the oil and gas reserve globally, you know, within, within our society, within our industry, of course, OPEC are, are one of the leading of the oil and gas reserve. They count you know, among the OPEC uh, country members 79 or 80 percent of the you know uh, billion barrels uh, of, of the oil reserve are belong to OPEC uh, uh, members uh, country members and then the non OPEC uh, they, they, they have around more than 20 percent of this oil reserve of, of course within the within within the OPEC uh, you know the, the country itself are, are really committed to a supply, the demand, and balancing also the demand. So, 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 so in terms of the gas, of course, USA, Russia, Iran, Qatar, Canada, uh, Australia, Norway is one of the biggest, uh, you know, uh, gas producer. Uh, or gas uh, reserve, right? Natural gas reserve, you know, in, 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 the, in, in the world. So so, I think I fully in agreement where that's correct. We are dealing with more and more complex reservoir, complex geology, right? Complex technology, fluid quality, higher CO2, S2S, sour gas, and so on. So based on this data, uh, we can see very clear that NOC, the national oil company around the world, is the biggest holder of oil and gas reserve compared with IOC, right? So what 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 can we do? So, so the relationship, of course, uh, uh, within the economic, technology, quantity uh, are, are well explained. Uh, uh, every ENP exploration and production activity, we require technology and also investment over there. So that's why the NOC company or, or, or the country who own this oil and gas reserve uh, has an opportunity to play more. So, so back again to the question is how can the government assist the NOC in maintaining the compliance on the uh, decarbonizations or environmental target? What change should be you know, done to ensure that this company are make or adapt on, on, on the profitability? So I do agree that this is not the straightforward answer. Uh, uh because uh, you know the country needs uh, 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 money to, to to be used to develop the infrastructure, to ensure that people can get you know an access to education, for example. So, so there is no straightforward answer. But for sure at least there is some at least four or five uh, important notes. Number one, the the decarbonization the is rising up. Uh, the industrial agenda around the world, on on each country, around the NOC, around the government. But how to leapfrogging, how how to enhance, how to to accelerate. So the accelerations require a tremendous effort. That's the fact Uh, it cannot be done only by one country and then the other country is not following. So the collaboration from all stakeholders, including the country, the government, NOC, and industry, is very important. It, It should be there. The, the, the second note, which is I realize uh, learning from this, you know, trending is the decarbonization leapfrogging strategy shall include a global government policy support, society commitment, affordable technology. So don't forget that the technology is, is a key over there. And then also incentive, right? The economics, the tax, the, the, and so on and so on. Supporting infrastructure, market as, as an added value also important. The third reason how to to, to accelerate this decarbonization and where the government can play more is the CO2 emission reduction management method can can give an added value to the efficiency, lowering the demand and carbon circular economy. So so I do believe that, that it can increase the use of renewable energy source, but however, this this not only reduce the global emission, right? Uh, sometimes it's not enough. You know, uh, we have a, a huge, uh, you know, homework over here. So 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 because we need to respect, uh, you know, the living standard disparity around the world. So the fourth uh, item, where where quite very important, is. Uh, I, I see and I feel that the gas LNG will play very important roles as a bridging to uh, energy transition to renewables. And then lastly, oil and gas, I do believe that you know we are here to stay long. We are here to play our roles more you know uh, more adapt, more, more open and then we are here to strengthen our health safety, environment compliance, uh, we are here to commit with the emission reduction and decarbonization initiative. It's not only for us, it's not only for, for employee. not only for the employer, the company, and so on, but for the benefit of the people, for the benefit of the society, environment, and energy security. So oil and gas has an important role. In, in, in creating future you know uh, decarbonization or hydrogen future economy or renewable economy so that's from my side stacy
0: absolutely now dr Ardian in your opinion what will be the impact of decarbonization on the gas and LNG industry in the future all right
1: uh, uh fair enough I think I think the, the what what i have said before a couple of minutes ago Uh, basically basically gas lng will will play very important Uh, and then at the same time we need to have the good balance right so without good balance it it will be disaster actually so balancing the supply and demand of this oil and gas or energy is very important and then basic of of people needs so 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 all of us has uh, to have access on it so once we fail in managing this balance and push hard for a decarbonization without respecting you know our challenge right now it will be disaster so current renewable is in, in, in the fact it still cannot compete with oil and gas coal in terms of the usage fuel accessibility affordability chemical utilization the price and so on and so on so so i i, I, I see very clearly for example, the new norm or the new future, what I can say the impact of this decarbonization, especially on how the gas will play more uh, as a bridging uh, from oil and gas, uh, uh, let's say fossil fuel to the future of the renewable is number one radical strategy in managing portfolio Oil and gas investment and spending is very important. Uh, this is uh, this situation is not is not is not is not good because for the past two three years, due to the pandemic, uh, and, and also you know confusion on the on the uh, the way future will be, that the investment in oil and gas industry is very limited. To be honest. So, so to, to, to bouncing back to a normal uh, you know, economy around the world is quite very challenging. And the integration of upstream, midstream, and downstream, or the strategy of the energy mix portfolio, like you know, decarbonization, CCUS, uh, renewable, hydrogen is very important. And of course, there is a, there is a new demand on automation, uh, digitalization, data science, analytics, uh, innovation is also very important uh, we cannot you know uh, uh, neglect this uh, uh, approach innovation based on knowledge management will be demanding it will help us to have a smooth transitions uh, to 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 decarbonization or to uh, renewables you know in the future not now not tomorrow but it takes time maybe 30 or 40 or, or maybe 50 years ahead, no one's know. So, so we, we also realize that decarbonization initiative will lead us to be more diligent, disciplined in managing our major asset, in managing our commitment on HSC and sustainability. And of course, organization, efficiency, uh, slim workforce, logistic storage, and inventory management also very important. So, Stacey, I I, 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 I will tell you how the cost of of these decarbonizations, all right? So, based on, let's say, the previous data from BP, the cost of the decarbonization from coal industry, from power plant, refinery, cement industry, iron or steel industry, is quite very expensive. It will be in the range of $120 per tonne of the CO2 to be processed and let's say if we take a look on the ethanol transportation uh, let's say negative emissions the cost uh, is is around 40 to 50 dollar per ton of CO2 however if we take a look oil and gas industry the maturity the previous experiences and so on so it will cost us around 30 dollar per ton so the conclusion from from that's you know decarbonization we we are very confident that oil and gas industry will play very important role in the future, you know, decarbonization because we have experiences, we have a, a, a chip, right? We have a, chip, a CO2 technology, a CO2 CCUS. That we know where you know do we want to go? Either storage or utilization. The storage can be put underground. You know, we can select the, the good, you know, geological storage to do that. In terms of the utilization, decarbonization, for example, we can convert CO2 to become more added value on fuels, biofuel, photocatalyst Syngas, renewable formic acid, and so on. And then CO2 conversion also can be you know, used for the, such as chemical, right? Urea, for, for, or for example, or polymer, sodium bicarbonate, for example. But again, that stage still under research, no scale up yet, but, but we, we are there. But in terms of the CO2 uh, uh, utilization, for example, for EOR, enhanced oil recovery, Oil and gas is one of the leading you know compared with our peers EGR enhance enhanced gas recovery you know uh, we, we, we are leading also in, in that area including you know of course a CBM Colbet, bed you know enhanced uh, gas so, so so I think I think I think we are good uh, we, 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 are, we are there uh, the uh, decarbonization impact it will be huge to to, to to the industry and then the gas will play as an important role that from my side, Stacey.
0: Very well explained indeed. Now, for a more personal question, Dr. Ardian, what does the title Diamond in the Rough mean to you on a personal level?
1: All right. Uh, thank you, Stacey. You know, when, when you contact me at, at the first time, the the, the the title is really amazing. You know, Diamond in the Rough is like, you know, uh, uh, it, it's, it's it's, it's, it's a deep meaning for me. It is content a very deep meaning. It's a journey. I, I, I see it as a journey, right? And then most importantly, as a process, uh, uh, there is no end because diamond always grow uh, whenever there is a, a, a internal and external factors on it. So diamond rough for me is reflecting an uh, inner and out, uh, the, the environment like the origin of oil and gas, for example, carbon sources under uh, certain geological conditions such as heat, hydrocarbon, rock, uh, that was an internal factor. The external factor is like pressure, right? Uh, High pressure, high temperature. It it, it will create a very slow process and it will create a diamond. So diamond in the rough is exactly matched with with what, what we are doing, you know, the origin of the hydrocarbon fossil fuel. Uh, and then also reflecting most of us, uh, me too, right? So it's, it's a win-win. Basically, we need to have an internal and an external proportional, right? A good balance. Otherwise, there will be no diamond, right? So th- th- there will be no diamond if there is no pressure, so or or high temperature and so on. So 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 if I'm reflecting it to myself as an interpersonal learning, for example, so so I, I do agree. I, I I I face it. I did it. Uh, of course it's not only good experiences uh, learning failure we must you know we, we need to have a failure a mistake uh, to, to to go there right to, to, to become rough uh, as, a, as a diamond so so so, so I, I use the uh, the wording of must to have a failure because the failure will will create uh, you know uh, us more stronger so so in this term may be provocative however i do believe that there is no success, no happiness uh, without failure, without mistake. So in, in, in every journey, right? In every journey, in every case. So, so there is no shortcut. So shortcut uh, can lead to fatality. So, so diamond in the rough means a process making me or making you to be better, to be strong, to be happy, to be resilient, right? to be agile, especially within this, you know, unpredictable uh, a pandemic, right? Uh, 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 you know, the geopolitics and so on. So, so, so a piece uh, is, is very important, uh, making all of this learning, failure, uh, success uh, become a really, you know, a real process. So, uh, I do believe that everyone born as a unique person. So, we cannot, you know, uh, uh, justify it, we cannot, you know, uh, underestimate it. So 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 I think I reflect uh, to myself that uh, you know uh, life is a journey. we need to explore our potential and then putting ourselves how we are comfortable contributing to our society. So so that's, 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 that's the, 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 the meaning uh, in, in my personal level about diamond in the rough, uh, Stacy.
0: Absolutely. Having said that, Dr. Ardian what are some of the life challenges and pressures that help shape you into the diamond that you are today? All
1: right. So again, I'm still, I'm still progressing, right? So, so if you are downloading, you know, uh, in the, in the, in the computer, you know, the status still, still processing. So, so it's not complete yet. Uh, but what I can say, I think in, in the, in the personal perspective oh, oh, oh by the way stacy i just i just i just recently read the book from roals Dobelli about the art of thinking clearly so 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 this book his book containing a lot of you know interesting view on how bias and how people thinking and how our brain working <laughs> one of one of the quote which is you know he he wrote which is i concur basically from from his book is why you should visit cemeteries? Quite, quite, very interesting. So, so he said that people systematically, so syst- people uh, systematically overestimate chance of success. Quite, very interesting, of course. So, so this this one can lead, you know, uh, uh, survivorship bias. So, of course, reducing the survivorship bias is very important one of the of, 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 of action that we can do is you know by visiting the grave so by visiting the cemetery can clear our mind so so, so you should read this book too uh, Stacy it's quite a very interesting book so in my personal note to be honest well of course I'm 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 I'm, I'm 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 very comfortable to share this it's not only for me right maybe it can be useful for others so, so, so the 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 two good memories that changed my perspective as a person, as a human, uh, about life and and how it's sharpening me as today, uh, you know, talking about the life challenges, pressure, how we need to respond and move on. Basically, you know, the first. Uh, uh, I, I, can, I, can, I can apply basic concept of treating any problem uh, divided which one can be controlled, which one cannot be controlled. So remember that how to react and move on is very important. So the first situation is where, well, long time ago, when I just started my early career as a field engineer in the industry. I just graduated from the college at that time. I have very limited, you know, knowledge and so on. Uh, uh, suddenly, I found my colleague was, got, you know, he got an incident, almost dead, and then and that then, and then, and then, and then almost he killed himself. And then this, this incident is exactly happened in front of my eyes. So my knees, my body were shocking at that time. It's a shock moment. Uh, the incident also might happen to me, right? because you know, I, I and him are exactly in the same spot during our field work you know, uh, at that time. So, so, so after incident investigation delivered by, by the management, it turned out that you know, uh, it's due to the lack of coordination between ourselves and also with our supervisor. So, so we at that time as a junior engineer, we we always took for granted from from everything from our supervisor right so we always uh, respect our supervisor we always you know ensure that uh, supervisor always right so so that was not 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 always the case you know uh, we didn't check and recheck any you know hidden risk or any hidden hazard during our field work and then we, we take for granted whatever our supervisor said, and then we almost been killed. So so I, I think I think one of the learning which is very touching at that time, and then and then sharpening me to always aware, always put you know first priority on safety without any negotiations. So 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 check and recheck, always inspect before we start the job is very important. Planning, check, recheck, inspect, hazard identification, safety talk, safety walk, pre-job inspection is is, is very important. No negotiation. Every time before we start any field work. So I I move on, feel grateful because I almost dead, right? So so I, I took learning from this incident, my perspective about the field work safety, especially unsafe work, unsafe condition is, is changing. I, I become more braver and become more diligent to ensure that, you know, uh, we need to to, to to check safety before we start any high risk job. Of course, real life, real work, real incident, accident is not always the same what, what, what we receive from the book, what we receive from, from, from the training. It's, it's, it's a really scary moment. It's, it's really dramatic, you know, whenever we face a real uh, accident, incident in, in our eyes. So from that moment, I put safety as my priority everywhere, whether uh, on on work or on, off work. I, I always, you know, try, try to put that not only for me, but also my colleagues, my family, my society. And then the second personal situation where I would... share basically is about the situation where around three four years ago when my mother passed away of course at the time uh, she was back home in indonesia and then i I, am still outside of the country so 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 before she passed away she's so healthy we made some conversation we have some chit chat through the phone uh, that was night before she passed away. So, so, of course, my mother is my role model. She is my guidance, right? Like, like most of us, like you too, right, Stacy? And I, I learned a lot uh, uh, from her about lives. So, losing her at that time is a very difficult moment. I feel so guilty. Uh, I don't have an enough time, right, to visit her in person. I was not there, right, when, when, when she passed away. You know, of course, I need to book my, my travelling. I need to buy the ticket, and then there is some time lag that that you know, when 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 you know my father, my colleague, our colleague, our family buried her. So 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 I can accompany my mother. You know, at that time, so I feel stuck at that time. I felt no motivation. I asked myself many times, again and again, what is the purpose of my life? So so being expatriate is not always you know uh, good or, or 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 sweet where 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 we lost you know our our relatives especially our parents so ideally we 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 are we are existing in this world to make our parents our family our our you know our our friends happy i I learned that life is too short I'm becoming braver and accept what God you know gave me. I feel more grateful because that life is uh, is is very tiny line, something that I cannot control, right? And, and I need to accept it. So 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 full stop. If, if something happened, that's that for a reason. So no question about that. I appreciate more time. I, I, I appreciate family, I appreciate friendship more. Uh, and, and and by the way, slow living is important too. So so it's it's, it's okay, you know to have some something very slow. So to me at least there are five learnings so far regarding the life challenges you know the diamond the, the pressure uh, that made me so far uh, you know shaping you become diamonds you know at least we need to appreciate uh, failure we need to be brave making a mistake is okay you need to take an action and considering risk in in, 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 in any action in, in in any situation we need to be grateful we need to, to accept what God gave us. We need to be you know, thinking. We need to think clearly. <laughs> I just learned you know, recently too many bias in our lives. And be agile, appreciate process, uh, resilience is very important. Uh, I, I, think, I think pursue your dream is far that important. So remember that simple, no diamond without carbon, no diamond without high pressure, high temperature. And, then, and then it is a slow process. So in day-to-day life, for example, I do believe that some good habit can sharp us you know, to become a diamond. Uh, for example, wake up early, be fresh, and then do compilation, self-medication, meditations, right? Do exercise. Uh, I learned that the, the pandemic teach us that health is, is, is the biggest the, the, the precious one right you have money but if you are sick you cannot you know become happy so we need to ensure that we have a very good you know exercise and, and, and health is, is our priority plan planning do something that you are happy at is also very important helping others contribute to society do volunteers and then and then and then that that that, that one, one of the things that we can we can we can we can do you know in, in our day-to-day life and then, by the way, uh, I learned that volunteer is is can uh, you know uh, 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 increase uh, in, in you know, our 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 immunity. So so boosting you know your immunity can be done through to volunteer. So 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 many aspects, many positive impact from the volunteering. And that I will always remember that volunteering can boost you know your immunity. So that's from my side, uh, uh, Stacy. A short story about how, you know, all of these life challenges uh, made me uh, uh, as I am now today.
0: Thank you so much for sharing your personal life challenges, Dr. Arden. And my deepest condolences to your loved ones, especially your mother. Now on to the last question, something close to your heart, I believe success is fake peace is the ultimate objective of our life tell us more about it and why do you believe peace is the ultimate goal in our lives
1: all right so so yeah it's, it's, it's very interesting uh, I don't know whether this one is origin for me or or I hear or I read before but but this is the, the things that I I face in real life right so so I've been around uh, you know, for good, for bad, uh, I met a lot of things, and then I just I just realized that uh, it's, it's it's a wisdom actually. So so especially d- during the pandemic is a very, very difficult situation for for everyone, uh, you know, including me. so 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 people facing difficulties every day, especially now, everything's so expensive, right? Inflation everywhere. Uh, gas is very expensive. Uh, we 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 have a lot of anxiety due to the pandemic tight economy limited jobs available for example or unfairness or non ideal situation that we face every day every minute every hour so in most of the case including me you know sometimes we compare ourselves with others right okay so so that's the definition of the success that guy is our patron that guy is, is, is they, they have you know everything rich and so on and so on and, and then and then and then i'm 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 a I'm, I'm little bit confused after after what what we face for the past uh, you know at least two years right where if i'm rich but if i'm not healthy then i cannot go everywhere if i have for example situations where i'm very comfortable with all materialistic with all of this stuff house cars uh, bank account which is very rich and so on but without healthy if you are not held if you are not very comfortable very well then you know you can do you cannot do anything so, so so what what I learned so far is is, is, is success is not is, is not the objective so, 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 so of course you know uh, I, I don't have a uh, bling bling you know jobs uh, positions or, or money but but actually it's okay not to be okay so life is like riding a bike I believe we need to have a balance we need to have an endurance and then self-discipline and then and then don't get biased simply if we if we take a look the definition of the success itself success means you know the accomplishment of an aim or purpose while well while, while based on the pandemic based on what i personally faced for the past 25 years we take for granted that there is a thin line right between the success and the failure and the mistake then if this is the true case it means that the success definition is not true. It's fake, which is not really correct. We say that we need to have failure, you know, because, because failure is the one who makes us more stronger and that makes us more happy, for example. So after all, uh, stage I do believe that this this success is not the, 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 the purpose. Is the, the success is not what we are looking for. So so, so I found more wisdom about the peace Peaceful divine as a state where we physically, spiritually, mental, mentally calm despite many stressors, right? Whatever stress it will be, or whatever challenge that that we have internally or around us as an as, as, as surrounding. Uh, I do believe peaceful is more uh, what we are looking for. Peaceful mind will attaining happiness. Peaceful mind will lead to contentment, blessing, no matter how difficult things get in your life. So 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 I feel that the meaning of, of this peaceful is, is, is more matched with why I'm here, why we are exist, why we are born. It is not about the money. It's not about how to become rich, crazy, for example, how to become popular, how to become the best in class, success, and so on. Because I, I, we need to remember that life is too short. The average age of people around the world is just 70 years old. So so, so, so to me, success is not about your achievement anymore. It's about your happiness. How do you put yourself among others, contribute, Focus on you and your existence before you pass away and how do you want to be remembered.
0: Wow, let me quote back what you just said. Focus on you and your existence before you pass away and how you wish to be remembered. Dr. Ardian, thank you so much for sharing your biggest piece of advice.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you so much, Stacy, to having me, you know, uh, today. Uh, I, I think, I think, I think, even though only short story or short, uh, uh, you know, view or maybe some of them, uh, maybe useful less or, or, or much for for others. Uh, it's very nice to be here. I really appreciate, you know, uh, uh, your time, your initiative. This is a very good program. Uh, I do believe by the help of the internet uh, uh, by the help of the you know latest technology communication there is no boundary right so so we can share uh, good things around and, and it is small steps uh, I, but I do believe it will become a big impact and uh, and uh, thank you so much uh, Stacy you are really amazing
0: thank you so much Dr. Ardian. It was great speaking with you today, and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me and for sharing your excellent and insightful knowledge in this interview.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Stacy. I- I'm still learning, so so like you, I- I'm always you know learning from others. I'm I'm always learning, uh, listening to 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 our young professional, our young you know, student around the world. So, so very good initiative. Well done. What you are doing right now is, is really awesome. And then keep up the good work. Thank you so much uh, for having me in this uh, program. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Diamond in the Rough podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and stay tuned for the next episode. Remember that even the most brilliant diamond was formed under pressure. Be that diamond that thrives under pressure and shines brilliantly.